Welcome to Podcast with a Student in the English section and with me, Les Camilla. Is everyone well? Hola a todos, ¿cómo están hoy? Do you remember what we heard in the previous episodes? For example, in chapter 5, where my friend Chesir and I talked in the episode of Further Latin America from Morocco and the United States of America. Or for example, episode 6, where we also talked with her about other Spanish-speaker regions in the Spanish island of the Pacific, on the Philippines, Guam, and the Carolinas. Or in the previous episode 7, where my friend Monse Diaz and I narrate about the Equatorial Guinea Spanish and Judeo-Spanish. If you do not know what I am talking about or do not remember very well what you have heard, I suggest to you go and listen to all the episodes so you can get into this new chapter. You will see all the episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other platforms. On YouTube, I will deliver the cards in the video today We have Chess here with us narrating this episode. Hi Chess, how is it going everything? Hello everyone, I'm Chess and I'm glad to be here with you one more time. Today's theme is complementary to all other episodes because we continue to look for more territories where Spanish has been thought as official, de facto, or the Ural language. Let us see where Spanish was spoken on the planet and this special will be divided in two to better explain what the relationship between countries was and how it was the incorporation of words into all the language of the different nations. So, let us start. The presence of Spain in the west of the Atlantic, apart from an unforeseen socioeconomic shock, has had important political and cultural consequences within the peninsular society. For Spain, the arrival in America was not only for discovery of peoples and territories known to it, but also a discovery of the peoples, where their culture, their science and their languages were completely different from the region of their own, but also a meeting of themselves, their qualities and their things of identity, as evidenced by the contrast with America. Until 1492, the concerts of Castile and Aragon soon unified in Spain, turned to the Mediterranean, to North Africa and in particular to Europe. America, however, caused attention to deviate from a new horizon, although it was not immediately an absolute glimpse. At least in the 16th century, European and Mediterranean affairs remain a priority for the Spanish colony, the first in the politic interest. Finally, for the treat of the army of the great Turkish Empire in a Mare Nostrum share and dispute. European policy was crucial for Charles I of Spain and remember, Emperor of Germany and Philip II both demonstrated this on different occasions and both were aware of the importance of language. With respect to state issues, in the 16th century, Spain was by no means the greatest democratic power of the old continent. If the Spanish population is between 6 and 7 million inhabitants, while France and Germany have more than double this demographic, not England or the Netherlands, with half the population of Spain, Portugal, which has not reached a million and a half inhabitants. But one thing was demographic and another was politics or military power, which, if it put Spain at the forefront, 
The way of Spanish politics has helped the Castilian language to increase its presence in Europe, while promoting the corporization of European language elements into Spanish. Charles V's legacy was immense. According to the sources consult, the king received a quadruple inheritance from his grandparents. First, by his paternal grandfather, Maximilian, the property of the Austrian house in Germany, Austria, Styria, Carinthia, Carniola, Tyrol, and Sundgau, apart from other minor territories and rights over the Duchy of Milan. Secondly, on the side of his paternal grandmother, Mary, the territories of Burgundy, namely Holland, Flanders, Artois, Brabant, Luxembourg, County of Franchison, and the Duchy of Burgundy, cause of dispute with France. Third, from his maternal grandfather, Fernand de Aragon, Aragon, Valencia, Catalonia, the Balearic Island, Sardinia, Sicily, Naples, as well as some African square, which are Melilla, Oran, Vigia, Biserte, and Tunisia. And finally, on be part of her maternal grandmother, Isabel, he inherits Castile, Navarre, Granada, several squares on the Moroccan coast, the Canary Island, and the New American Territories. Regarding the position of the Spanish language in Europe, this is an important step. One could almost say that amid the intervention of the Emperor Charles himself before the Pontifical Court of Rome on April 17, 1536, at one point, the meeting between the French ambassador, the Bishop of Macon, the Pope and the King of Spain, French, interrupted the speech in Spanish because he said he does not understand the language of the Emperor. To which King Charles rest, Lord Bishop, understand me if you will, and do not accept from me other words than my Spanish language, which is so noble that it deserves to be known and understood by all the Christian people. According to the Spanish philologist, historian, florcaris, and medievalist Ramon Menéndez Pidal, interpret this verbal expression as a proclamation of the Spanish language as the common language of the Christianity and as the official language of diplomacy. However, this anecdote, repeated a thousand times, blurs other aspects of the presence of Spanish in Europe, which has been established long before such solemn proclamation. The prestige of Spain in Europe in the 16th and 17th centuries began politically and ended in fashion, but it affected the unavoidable language, the influence of Spain, and was specified in England, France, Italy, the Netherlands, and Portugal. In each place it has acquired different nuances, but in all the common traits are observed which end with a greater appreciation of the Spanish or Spanish language. It is obvious that the mere foreign interest in a language does not directly influence its history or its internal evolution, but it's also clear that the prestige recognized by others reinforces its own uses and facilitates linguistic exchange between them. The prestige that Spain had in medieval and modern time was quite and very pleasant. Their culture and language grew spreading through France, Italy, the Papal States, England, the Netherlands and Portugal. Thanks to the fact that King Charles V inherited many lands from his grandparents, Spanish succeeded in consolidating itself as a language, culture, and presence in all the states. 
in addition to the new colony territories in America such as in Spain, New Granada, Peru, and the Rio de la Plata, in terms like squares in Africa like Melilla. Did you know where Spanish was established as a language? Did you know the myth of the king were proclaimed Spanish as the language of God and of the Christian people? Did you know all the influence of the Spanish crowd in Europe and Africa? Much of this information I took from the book The Wonderful History of Spanish, written by Francisco Moreno Fernández and published by the Instituto Cervantes y Espasa. In addition, other sources we consult, such as Spanish 302, in the subject territories inaugurated by Charles V in Europe and the Mediterranean, as well as the newspaper El País, in the note of history of a rivalry written by Santiago Velasteguigoitia. You can also follow me on my social networks, which are here on the site. But if you tune me in through all the channel, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as on YouTube, like Podcast with a Student. Where we can find you, Chess? You can follow me on Twitter as Keoli. I remind you that you can send me messages through all my social networks. In Anchor, you can also send me messages. And if you watch me on YouTube or Instagram, leave your comments below to receive comments and answers of the question asked. See you later. Bye, see you soon. And remember to stay tuned.